Garfiri Jefem! Ha ha ha! Did we get a whole bottle of vodka? Dude, that will fuck you up! It was fucked up. In a good way though, like, just so fucked, but like completely like functional. Really? Functional fucked up? Is there Red Bull in that vodka? No, but I was like, after I drank that, I was just like having like coffees. You're drinking coffee? Like, like, Were you drinking at home? No, I was out, like just there, like fucking buzz, like of coffee and like straight vodka. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That's no, awesome. I think, I, I don't know, man. I feel like, did you know you drink beer? Yes. Yeah. Like stretches out your stomach. Like you're having all this wheat and sugar and shit that your body like doesn't need, like it's surplus. You just drink vodka, you're just poisoning. You're just taking one poison. Yeah, you know, that's true. Actually, we're gonna have to get closer. Right, when we do this. Okay. Right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Let's fucking rock and roll. What's up, feeders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Guy Faded Japan, and I am your motherfucking host, Johnny. And uh, as you fine folks know, Guy Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news, and uh, today we aim to please. This is episode number uh, 658, I think. Yeah, yeah. 658, and um, today we're doing, a, I guess it's kind of a gorilla podcast. You know, we're, we're, I hit the streets, and uh, yeah, I, no, 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 it's, it's not racist. <laughs> no, 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 it's like gorilla advertising, gorilla podcasting. Yeah, racist. I'm just saying, you know, gorillas, gorillas have a vibe. All right, cool. Okay, all right, go, go, go. I thought you got pissed. I was like, oh shit, dude. Oh man. Well, this is the last episode of Got Fit in Japan. It was nice knowing you guys. No. Um, today I am super stoked because today I'm getting drinks. I, I bumped into, well, I, well actually we did kind of loosely plan this, but uh, yes, I'm here with the one and the only Pretty Lich from the UK. Man, it is fucking awesome to have you on the show, man. And uh, yeah, we're in the heart of Shinjuku. We're in the thick of it. And uh, yeah, we're getting our fate on as you do on a beautiful Saturday as is. Uh, Pretty Lich, man. Fucking thank you so much for being here on the show. Yeah, I'm stoked as fuck to be on uh, the Faded Podcast, and I'm much happy, like much happier to be here than on uh, the Mega Late Show. Oh, you, have you been on the Mega Late Show? No, I've never been on the Mega Late Show, but this this is the number one podcast, and it's way better. Oh no, 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 don't say that. Dude, I love Mega, dude. Mega Late is fucking awesome, man. They're good friends of the show. I've been on their. We did a swap cast once. So those guys are awesome. <laughs> much love to Mega Late. Don't don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're awesome. They're super, super cool. They kill people? No, they, they, they kill people with their words. Yeah, they're very articulate, unlike Gafet in Japan. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, yeah, so thanks so much for, first of all, thanks so much for putting me on the show. So I performed at Amp Sidewinder about a week ago. Yep. Had a really good time, really nice, eclectic um, bill of artists there, mm-hmm. which I think is super cool. And yeah, just thanks for having me. 
Well, dude, it, no, it's a pleasure to have you at my event, dude, because, I mean, I, I saw you first in Azubu Jupe, no, it was Nishi Azubu at an event there, and um, it was a pretty cool event, and uh, some of the bands are okay, but when you went on, dude, you you fucking nailed it, dude. You you basically, you just, like, picked up the mic, and just the energy, and the flow, and the beats, dude, I was impressed. I was like, holy shit, dude, this is a breath of fresh air, man. I gotta get this guy to perform at one of my events, dude, seriously. And then I tried to get you to perform at one of my events and um you did thank you man and it was awesome dude you killed it last week by the way man that was that was impressive yeah so i'm actually yeah it's a big shout out to all the organizers at sararu which was the event i actually remember getting in your face and you were like giving me this look i wasn't sure if you were like uncomfortable or like why you were like staring straight into my soul and i was like singing at you and then i'm i guess the coin dropped when you came up to me after like oh you should play my show you were probably like you were like analyzing me thinking like this guy should play my show like you were looking at me in a way that the other audience members weren't and i was really confused about the vibe until we spoke after so like thanks for picking up on that so sararu is pretty cool also really interesting event they have like drag queens and stuff like that so uh yeah i just appreciate them putting me on uh, um yeah but like uh during my performance it was like kind of like a small mosh pit thing do you remember and just like the mosh pit mixed with like the drag culture was like kind of a bit like clashing and like, in like the best possible way so i'm super glad that that show went so well um that was one of my that was i think that was like the second big show that i've done in tokyo my first one uh, didn't go like that so I was like super happy that that show went so well man that's awesome yeah no that show is great um, yeah I went there because one of my friends is the artist she, no, she was an artist at a previous show and she's like you gotta come to this event it's so cool I was like hell yeah so I went there to check out the, the artwork and stuff and then everything else like the bands and the performances and the uh, the which got the short film it was all basically icing on the cake it was really cool man I, I love going to interesting shows and interesting events and underground stuff in Tokyo man fucking that's one of the reasons why I can't leave this city man yeah. it's just it's, there's just so much underground stuff and I, I love to be a part of it I love building it and I love exploring it man I've been here for over 20 years I'm still exploring and learning more about underground stuff like under like I went to an underground comic book party like about a month ago and it was weird but I loved it dude it was fucking really bizarre man but I mean, that's Tokyo you know yeah you're super enthusiastic and um, you've got this like infectious um energy like around underground music events stuff like that props to you man it's cool I know it's probably because I'm just drunk <laughs> it helps yeah <laughs> Tokyo the city of booze oh man you better yeah, yeah, you, should, you should come to Sararu on the 24th Saturday on the 24th yeah oh wait at the same event right same event Dude. I've got a mad costume like the maddest costume Dude, I'm booked fuck no, 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 I'm booked. The organizer, like, I, I met the organizer when I was you, there. Oh, you're doing what? You're going to DJ? No, 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 I don't DJ anymore. But I was there, and I was talking to the organizer, and he's like, oh, so what do you do in Tokyo? I'm like, yeah, I'm an artist. He's like, you're an artist? Oh, shit. You're going to yeah. do an exhibition there? Yeah, I'm going to have an exhi- yeah, I'm gonna have an exhibition there, and then he wants me to live paint. But the thing is, like, my shit's, like, really sexy. I do a lot of, like, S&M bondage kind of, like, artwork and shit. I think it's going to be okay, right? Yeah, definitely fits the vibe. Okay, cool. Like, that's what I do for my live, live painting. I have like sexy girls with records and guns and it's really fucking crazy. It's all black light and it's all really like neon and weird and shit. I can show you later and stuff, but um yeah. I'm so one of your pieces in my room. Oh uh, you do, that's right. That's right. I gave you one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See that's why I pay my artists when I when I don't have any money. <laughs> Please sign up for the Patreon. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad that you got that, man. Actually, that's a limited edition. That's from. Uh, actually, I'm going to show some of that artwork. Uh, it's from this uh, show that I was going to have, but the, the whole coronavirus thing destroyed it. But it was called Miu Loves Music. So it's like my friend DJ Miu, and it's like all these shots of her holding records or whatever. And she's also sexy. <laughs> so it's cool. But anyway, that's a real person. Oh, uh, cool. Cool. So, but I want to talk more about your music now. So, yeah. all right. How did you get into music? Like, telling. This is like Interview with a Vampire. Have you seen that movie? No, I feel like I, I feel like I would fuck with that movie, though. I like, I like saying hello about being a vampire and shit. I think you would love that movie, Interview with a Vampire. But anyway, is it, this is Interview with... Well, I don't know. What do you classify your music as? Uh, I would say it's like a mix of like emo rap, pop punk, emo. There's some like metal shit in there as well, like metalcore stuff. Yeah, it's all over the board. Yeah, I love it. Thrash metal song. I got death metal song. Yeah, yeah. Let's do like just fucking my just like modern day MySpace shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I don't know how to classify it, man. It's it's really aggressive. It's unique, and it's really really awesome. I mean, your beats are fucking great, dude. Yeah, like I mean, and even when you're like like performing and like the music like it was like it was kind of like weird because like we were super ghetto and shit. We had to like download some. Stuff or whatever still you, you put it together like a fucking boss dude you fucking like totally totally like hit it dude, i couldn't believe it man it's crazy but um anyway yeah i don't know how to classify your music so any, anyway interview with a musician that's what we're gonna call it all right cool yeah so going back to the question how did i start making music i played like classical guitar for like a year when i was like seven and i fucking hated it like so much like i just wanted to stop and then I think wait, 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 I gotta ask you When you say classical like, guitar like Was it like guitar bro Like the fucking One you gotta put on your knee You know like the North Korean Like kids Oh like, you played that kind of Oh I thought you were yeah, playing Like hated, the Beatles I hated that shit so much And then um, At some point I think I can't remember what year But the fucking White Stripes dropped Duh 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 Oh yeah, yeah And I was yeah, like yeah. I am fucking learning this shit And then electric guitar classes I started doing those When I was 12 And then when I was in secondary school, high school, I was like uh, in a deathcore band called Cordyceps. You know, really? You know what Cordyceps is? I, I know death metal. No, Cordyceps is like a fungus that controls like bugs' mind, and they fucking commit suicide and they like infect the other bugs. Like some fucked up like real life zombie shit. It's like bug zombie aids. Uh, we did like a four. We did like a four song EP like back in the day. You can still find that shit on YouTube if you look. Wow, dude, that's a fucking great name, man. And this is in, wait, London? That was in London, yeah. Actually, fucking, now there's a new band called Cordyceps, so somebody else, like, took it up. Really? Is it a country band? <laughs> nah, I think they're, like, I don't know, like, Technical Death or something. But, yeah, they're cool. Shout out to Cordyceps. <laughs> Cordyceps. Is that, am I saying that right? Cordyceps? Yeah. Cordyceps. How do you spell it? C-H-O-R-D-A-C-E-P-T-E-S? Z. Yeah, I think, I don't think there's a There's got to be a T in there somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like pretty Litch, actually, my name is spelled... Like, Litch is spelled without a T, usually. But I just, like, put one in there because it looks cool. I think it looks cool, too, man. It looks really cool. It looks cool in your handwriting, to be fair. You got, like, artist handwriting, for real. Oh, no, dude, it's because I'm just lustic. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, man. Oh, Jesus. So, cheers to that. Cheers to being dyslexic. And intoxicated on a Saturday afternoon, man. Oh my god. I'm just trying to put sexy in dyslexia. 
Now I'm trying to spell that in my head. Dyslexia. Dyslexia. That should be a name of one of your songs, dude. Yeah, yeah, it could be a song, right? Oh man. Okay, so now you started music in London, and then you came to Japan, and then Japan. I lived in like some broadcast. Actually, no, I don't. Shout out to Nakano Guesthouse, but that place is like bunks in a room, bro. Like it was like there was cockroaches, and I was there for like nine months. I used to wake up like in a wooden box, literally like thirty people in a room, put on a suit, and go down to Ginza and fucking try sell shit on the phone like it's boiler room. Like I used to sell like financial market instruments over the phone yeah. shit was crazy and then after like doing that and then I went freelancing like making websites and shit and this guy turned out to be kind of a douchebag but helped me get an apartment uh, and when I had my room then I you know bought an interface and got set up with my laptop and all this shit and just making music just seemed like the obvious thing to do now that I had this like space that I like grinded for for like two years it was like a prior like getting my music equipment was a way higher priority over like buying a bed <laughs> you know like when I got my first paycheck at like my job like I didn't buy a bed I didn't buy furniture first thing I got was like interface like a cheap crappy guitar and all that shit so you still play the guitar oh yeah I play guitar actually I sold my guitar recently which is fucked up and I'm on the market for a new one I want to buy like a, a, a model that was recently discontinued so I'm kind of like fucked up trying to find this guitar. I found one, but it was like dented and it was in the wrong color. <laughs> Wait, but you play bass though, right? Are you uh, learning? Yeah, no, yeah. So basically, because I sold my guitar, I've recently just started like rocking out bass, and I'm like so excited about it because it's like as a bass player, the way that you listen to a song is so fucking different as a guitarist. I didn't even know that. Like, like I should be more aware of it. But since I sold my guitar, I'm just like, oh well, let me just like, how do I play this song on bass? And like, it is kind of like easier or less technical in some degrees but like writing bass you gotta like really like be be in a mindset to write bass like it's not just following the guitar in in, in the way that you might imagine you know yeah yeah I've seen countless bands and every week I go out I see like bands perform live and stuff and there's like one thing that I notice about bass players it's just like you can play bass and then you can play bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's like there's like two levels where you got like one guy using like two fingers is like dun 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 and then you get the other guy that plays the bass like it's like a, like a piano. You know, he's like yeah. playing like dun 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 like doing some wild shit that is like accentuating the rest of the composition in ways that like maybe it's not completely audible but like if you hear like a fucking sick bass line and use like some of these pop bassists as well like yeah. the shit they're doing is hard as it sounds easy because it's so smooth but yeah. it's actually fucking hard to play really like yeah so I can imagine I'm learning about and I'm really excited to start incorporating some kind of like um different bass styles in my new beats definitely doesn't it hurt your fingers uh, I don't know man I do I do bouldering as well so my hands are pretty beat up oh for real okay yeah dude I'm a pussy man I, I, I push paint so what I do I'm an artist dude yeah I mean me using a keyboard fucks up my fingers I'm like ah oh, fucking double space is a bitch yeah oh cool so okay now what influences your music now like uh like what kind of bands what kind of music yeah so I think like um rock's kind of like 
not as healthy or as a, as a genre there's not so much like new rock bands you know like you look at a tour for a metal festival and it's still like Slayer and they're like 60 you know like, yeah like hip hop stuff like it's basically the headliners like the hottest new artist of the year like and there's a huge turnover and I think like uh, two music cultures like also for me like you know I'm like mixed like so like black culture hip hop culture does like influence me so I guess when I kind of saw that there is this kind of crossover between it rock and hip hop and also like the cool thing about music that I make or like being in the position that I make I don't have to like wait for like my drummer to turn up and if he like fucks up bringing his snare the show's all fucked up like I just rely on myself make my own music and I just want to do it because I want to do it but finding like five other dudes that are gonna like actually commit the time to do it is hard as fuck so it's kind of like I'm making I'm like doing I feel like I'm doing like rock music like the the identity of my music is 100% in the rock energy like lots of my songs is about anguish about being a vampire goth boy shit you know but like it, the sound is also influenced by like you know the sample hip hop NPC culture in some way because like that's how I don't know computer music sounds you know like music made on a computer as opposed to with a live band so. like I don't know so culturally I'd say my music is definitely alternative rock but like technique wise it's incorporating a lot of uh, like more modern hip hop things into it but like that's actually like something that I kind of found hard out, out here like finding my finding my place like um, when I was first starting out trying to do shows out here like uh, lots of my friends they kind of like uh, at the time were doing hip hop that's like more traditional you know like in the same vein as Drake or uh, maybe like Migos something like that and like I kind of thought that I was their contemporary but I actually kind of felt quite snubbed by them uh, and they didn't really put me on like they do shows and shit like and um, yeah that's kind of something that took me a long time to start doing shows out here so big shout out to Tokyo Love Hotels who gave me the opportunity to perform there uh, and yeah, those guys are great they're so cool like they really do they're very they're such a popping club and I think it'd be very easy for them just to like you know put the people on that they want to put that like you know are popping but they also give people opportunities so like I was saying before my first show didn't go too well things with the per the girl I was dating at the time were were like not good um, I'm not gonna say mention their name but they're kind yeah, of yeah 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 don't say names yeah yeah do that that shit will bite you in the ass a lot of people listen to this yeah trust me I've said a name before and I regret it Tomoko you son of a no, I'm joking <laughs> I'll get you yeah, we'll call her Tomoko how about that no. so uh Saito-san <laughs> so like um, yeah that show I felt underwhelmed with my performance but you know I pulled through it and it def and like afterwards I really like I watched the footage and it wasn't as bad as I thought really it's but. usually like that you know as an artist like when I make a painting like when I paint live you know sometimes I'm like god damn it I really fucked that painting up but nobody notices you know they only notice the good parts of it you know so yeah yeah and, and being an artist you know musician artist dancer whatever you know it, you're always so, so self-critical you know so yeah it's, it's hard it's gonna be otherwise like you gotta you gotta be fueled by like trying to improve right yeah but, yeah you're the castle. coolest thing about that show I, I, I want to do a shout out to um, uh, 
Sushi Banks. He uh, performed at Love Hotels the, the month before that. He fucking killed it. He watched my show. And to be honest, he gave me a pretty scathing criticism. But I read it. It wasn't easy to read. I took it all on board. And that's how... You, uh, I became the performer that you saw at Sararu so that's a big shout out to Sushi Banks for um, the tough but you know honest criticism from his view um, yeah so yeah where was, where was I at I was talking about to- uh, Tokyo Love Hotels for putting me on yeah I was on another thread shit man here have another drink yeah I need to get more faded bro it's kind of like how it works here. Yeah, yeah. So, and so now, oh, and the performance the, at the same show, the performer that was after me, 120, fucking killed it, bro. Like he's he's an amazing R&B singer. Um, Wait, and, at Tokyo Love Hotels yeah, or another? Okay, show, yeah. like, you know, I was before him, and then he came on. So I DJed at um, Summer Sounds. So recently, I've been doing shows, bro. Like, like you know, it took me a while to get here, and I felt that not being supported by the community that was the music the music community that was around me that's kind of like more in the hip hop sphere because of my music's a little bit out there kind of hindered my confidence but now I'm out here with like the rockers with the like the drag shows and shit and I found my more like the place that is more accepting for the misfits and the people that my music is is written in order to connect with is fucking cool but yeah um I bump into this so I play it's Summer Sounds bro it was a big event top, rooftop bar Ginza like it's D, I'm DJing and I'm not performing my shit but it's still like a big fucking step up from the dive bars where I play like fucking My Chemical Romance and shit to like you know the emo the, the elder emos still fucking into that stuff but yeah I play that Summer Sounds and, uh, and 120 was performing there and he sees me he's like yo I've been seeing you around I've been seeing your the stuff you're putting on Instagram like you're doing Doing some shit and fuck him looking at me and just being like like gassing me up and being excited and be, and also the fact that he was there at my first show I don't know it kind of really uh, was like I'm realising it now that's so full circle from like uh, kind of like being hindered in first instance doing my shows to like kind of grinding through my first performance to building myself up doing like a bunch of shit on the weekends then bumping into somebody who who saw, who's really seeing that progress and then on the same fucking weekend bumping into the event organisers who didn't want to put me on in the first place and telling them all the shit that I've been doing and how I've been getting fucking lit and the fact that they can't even smile and say well done and you can see the fucking look in their face where they're like oh damn you're there doing the rock shows that makes sense because I'm too different I'm not like them I'm not a carbon copy clone I'm trying to be fucking normal like the thing is about hip hop culture it's about flexing I like flexing I've got my grills I like to flex but my music is also about not giving a fuck what people think and it's anti-theoretical to those kind of events so to be honest now uh, I understand why they don't want me there but it's not because my music's not a good fit to the vibe or I can't make a mosh pit it's because it's anti-theoretical because I don't give a fuck and they care so much about what other people think about them that's, that's fucking brilliant but the thing is though I, I think like 
you're like really fucking hitting the streets, man. You're working really hard and your name is getting out there where people are talking about you. Do you think there's going to be like a, a point in time where like all of a sudden like Club Harlem and all these other like hip hop venues are going to be like, shit, we got to get this guy in our, on our fucking dance floor. We got to get this guy on stage. We got to get this guy. We got to get this guy in general. Do you think that's eventually going to happen? Yo, if anybody listening to this knows an organizer at Club Harlem, like hook me up. I'm ready like to go... I'm ready to do a fucking rap battle with these people. I can do it. A rap battle? Yeah, I'll do it. Dude, I'll do it. I'll do diss tracks. I'm thinking about doing diss tracks. Dude, I talk a lot. I talk fast, but there's no way I could ever battle anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably just sing about being a vampire and like fucking cry because I'm an emo, bro. I don't know. No, but I'm serious, man. Like, I think, I, I, I think they don't want to compete because this shit is just different. It's like... You know, yeah, yeah, it's not it's it's not based on something so it's like they don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. But you can tell the crowds I can I can work a crowd where they no one knows me and I'll have people rocking, moshing, you know, cuz like rocket like real real recognizes real. I know that's that's actually so cliché, but it's kind of like if the music's authentic, it's authentic. It is authentic. And yeah, so maybe me like, you know, I remember, like, I was talking about the, p- the person I was dating when I did the, my first show. They turned around and said something to me like, don't do the tortured artist thing. And I took that on What, what do you know, dude? Uh, I, I am the tortured artist. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah we're, to- we're rockers. Of course we're tortured. That's why we're fucking dressed crazy and out here getting, getting faded. Yeah, that's true. Jesus Christ. I do. I gotta go. I gotta light paint tonight. I gotta go to a club in uh, Ikebukuro in, like... Five hours, dude. Oh man! What club is it? It's uh, called uh, Once. Do you know Once? It's a DJ. It's like a DJ bar club. It's like a really small club or whatever. It's really underground. If you want to come, dude? You should come, man. Yeah, I, w- I want to come, but uh, you yeah, send me the flyer. We'll talk about it after. But I got, that means no. He's, I he's got not coming. Tons of <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go where the yeah. where the action is. If you can. <laughs> no, I completely understand what you're saying. But the thing is, like right now, like Tokyo, Tokyo pretty much has opened up. The borders are open. There's tourists here. Dude, it's so crazy. Like two weeks ago, I had an event, right? And, and I, like in this right in Shibuya, right after Okinawa, I didn't see any tourists, right? You know, so everybody's just like all Japanese. You know, it's like you know how it's been for the last couple of years, dude. Last night, last night, holy smokes! I thought I was in Brooklyn again. There were so many tourists, like groups of people. So Vader's, listen, if you're out there and you want to come to Japan, come to Japan right now because the yen is so weak right now. I mean, your dollars, your your euros are gonna stretch so far. Now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah, they can just buy us. <laughs> we'll, yeah, I, we'll, I'll, we'll I'll carry you around on a rickshaw for like, for like pennies. <laughs> Dude, you know, at, at this point, man, yeah, I'll, I'll sell anything I got, man. You want to buy my shoes? You can buy my shoes. I've, I've got paintings. You can buy my paintings if you want. It's all for sale. Yeah. This economy sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll tourism's get, good. Yeah, we'll get some of that good euro dollar. Oh yeah. Wait. So wait. So. I got a question about England, okay? And then for, forgive me for my ignorance. Okay. Now, England was a part of the European Union. Yes. And everything, like every country in the European Union used the euro. No. How come England no. didn't use the euro? Not every, not every country in the e- like, European Union. Like France, uh, most England. Of them do, most not of them. all of them, yeah. Well, which ones didn't other than the UK? 
Oh, dude, that's like some. Uh, I was, that's like naming all fifty states. Yeah, sorry, man. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but but how come like uh, the UK didn't switch over? Uh, just because we didn't want to. Like, I mean, <laughs> they're like fuck the euro. Yeah, I th- like I think like you know remember that like everyone went crazy in Greece. Like there was. A I was there. I was there during the riots. Yeah, wasn't that about them trying to leave the euro, right? Uh, no, the economy just fell to shit, and the country went bankrupt, dude. No, yeah, I was because they owed money to the uh, European Central Bank. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was crazy. No, that was like the first time I went on tour. I used to go to Europe, it, like before Corona. I used to go on tour. I would go to like uh, France, Germany, Amsterdam, Greece, and I would like I'd paint at these festivals and these nightclubs, right? So I just go from country to country to country, right? And when I was in Greece, it was like when they had the riots, and I was in this basement club, and I was painting all night. And I guess like uh, at the nighttime, when I was painting in this club, up on the streets, there's like people like flipping over cars and like throwing a lot of cocktails. So then afterwards, after I got done painting, after like everybody left the club, I went outside and it just stank. It smelled. Have you ever smelled like burnt rubber, like like a tire that was on fire, dude? It, you, you can't breathe. It's almost like it's gross, right? Literally like the fucking bowels of the w- w- world, like fucking. It's like yeah. fossils burning fossils. Oh, like, dude, what the it, fuck? Like, it was crazy. It's like some apocalyptic shit. It was apocalyptic. It's like basically, you know, I went to the club, I'm painting and stuff, I'm on tour. I'm like, wow, this is great. Also, I left the club, I went upstairs, and it was like, you know, it's like one of those movies, right, where somebody goes in a bomb shelter, and then like years later, they come out of the bomb shelter and they look around, and, like the whole world's destroyed. That's what it was like. And then I took a taxi to like the. So it's like coming out of Castle Bar in Shibuya at 4 a.m. when everyone's passed out. Pretty much, pretty much. Less dead bodies though. Yeah. Oh my god. You saw a dead body? No, no, I didn't see any dead bodies. I saw a lot of anarchists. And you know, the funny thing is about anarchists. I'm wearing a skirt right now, and my butt's getting stuck to this like fucking leather seat. Yeah, I probably should have taken you to a UK bar then. Oh, sorry about that. I'm like, I'm like, my butt cheek's getting stuck to this chair. Does that happen when you wear a skirt? Does that happen to girls when they wear skirts? Wearing skirts is fucked up. Like, your butt is touching, like, the train seat. You know what I mean? Like, Wait. you know, like the gross train seat, like your thigh touches that shit. No, so now I no that that now I've got a million questions. So like the thing is like when you wear a skirt though, you're supposed to have the skirt go down. Like when you sit down, does the skirt come up? Yeah, you're like sweeping it under, but like it depends how long it is. Like uh, it's a pretty short skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. All right. So that's all right. Interesting. I, I wonder if that happens to the Scottish. Kilts are pretty long, uh, like just above the knee. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, like, uh, before Corona and stuff, every so often you see, like, uh, a guy from Scotland wearing a kilt. I don't know why they would wear kilts when they come to Japan, but it's like, every so often you see some guy walking around with, like, a kilt, like, a business, like, like suit on. It's like a, like a business shirt with a tie and, like, a business jacket, and then he had a kilt, and I'm just like... I don't know if that's cool. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I think it's a flex. I think it's a flex. I like it's a flex. it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like flashy shit. You know, I like yeah. people that wear stuff that's like out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's really cool. Do each their own, but it's just like you, this is something I never got about Americans and their opinions about. Oh no, no, it's not about McDonald's, is it? Here we go. This is a mad one. Okay. Like, and I'm not, I'm not accusing any American person that I know in real life, but it's kind of like a trope. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a trope in sitcoms that um, American people don't like the sound of bagpipes like you know what I mean well I, I it's not like that we don't know bagpipes oh thank you it's not like we don't like bagpipes it's just like I don't understand them like like you know I don't know if a song is good or bad 
Yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, cause, bravo! Because like, as like a British person, like it's just like bagpipes, you know, like this is the fucking thing that they use up north, and I never like questioned it. Yeah. And then I watch American shows where they're like fucking ripping on bagpipes, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like bagpipes? Like I just, it just never occurred to me that it sounds like a bag of screaming cats until I watched like Parks and Rec or some shit, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like American people just like rip on bagpipes, and I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Like I never, as a British person, I don't you're gonna question it, you know? It's just like a normal ish thing to see at like an yeah. event, you know? Does anybody play bagpipes with a drum where there's a beat? Like bum bum spa bum bum spa um, corn does. Oh, corn does, really? Yeah, they got songs with bagpipes on the second. God, I thought they were American. They are. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking dude. love corn, though. That's so cool. Yeah. Dude, I recently... Oh, I discovered them, like, super recently. Like, oh, did you watch the Woodstock documentary on Netflix? Well, because they're like, they're, like, the first new metal band. So, like, when I was in, like, secondary school, yeah. I was, like, listening to, like, maybe, like, the first and second Slipknot album. Yeah. And by then, like, corn was already, like, six years old, and they were probably doing some, like, weird experimental... They were, on a, they were already done... F- the album with Freak on the Leash had already passed and I think that was when they kind of like put out some of their less competitive material. Some of their new stuff's fucking awesome. But like, um, yeah, it's only while I was in Japan that I really started like going back, listening to like the early 90s corn shit and being like, fuck, these guys were like really ch- doing something, you know? Dude, there's a lot of great music that came out of the 90s, man. I mean, the early 90s, you know, it was still like, you know, all right, but I mean, like, when I was in high school in the 90s, man, fucking music was great. The radio was actually good back then. It was fucking insane. Yeah, we didn't, like, as, like, people that, like, rock music, like, I didn't realize how good it was MySpace time. I thought it was always going to be like that. But nowadays, discovering rock music, new rock music that actually sounds different from architects, it's, yeah. like, super hard to find. Yeah. It's interesting. So how do you find music? Oh. <laughs> Um, a couple ways one way is through just Spotify who they recommend sometimes I'll literally just be like oh like I haven't checked out this band in a while and just like randomly search if they have new shit yeah um, another thing is cause I DJ sometimes I like download like a fuck ton of playlists and then just like go through and literally just delete everything that sucks and that's usually most like like you know like some random Spotify playlist like download like uh, like a thousand tracks and just like sort through it and that's how I find like smaller artists yeah. another one uh, I really love Revolver magazine they make really they do some really good stuff like they do these posts on like I feel like like I do read some of these like rock uh, magazines Revolver I feel they do the best of like both where they do the you know they do the like what uh, Metallica recently did this which like okay whatever but they also cover a lot of like new upcoming artists and you see the comments on Facebook of all these like mad boomers that like I don't know that because it's got a trap beat and the guys like you know like I, I, I love like fucking black metal and shit like I went to Czech Republic to go see a bunch of black metal bands death metal bands and shit like twice uh, and I was watching Immortal Immortal is like my fucking favorite black like kind of like thrashy in a lot of ways but I love Immortal like they're Are they Norwegian? Yeah they're proper like no, like the old school Norwegian black metal yeah. 
located between Daimyo and Yapuin. Come get your party on! Hey yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prapa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. I'm sitting there, I'm fucking seeing Abbott on stage, like fucking flashing smoke. Like, this is my fucking shit that I've like wanted to see for years. A guy puts a cigarette out, like a huge, like European dude, puts a cigarette out on my arm and goes, like, whites only. What? Yeah, bro. And that was. What? Like, like and I thought, and like, I, it kind of like dawned on me, like, oh, like. In the somebody, Czech Republic? Like, I've been at a bunch of shows where, like, there's just one guy being a fucking dick to me and I'm like oh he was fucking racist you know like all these years I like just thought like oh like there's just douchebags at shows right wait 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 there's racism in black metal in fucking a bunch of like just like in the rock scene in general I feel like there's a there's a loud minority that like don't like to see uh, diversity in the rock scene that is so fucked up because one of the greatest rockers of all time is Jimi Hendrix. Of course, yeah, we know it's right? fucked up. The majority knows it's fucked up. And Little Richard was the guy that invented rock. Well, that's what's going on in the Ukraine now. Like, um, like you know, like Russia's doing all this. Oh wait, no, we're not talking about politics. Yeah, I don't want to talk about politics, man. Uh, just, but they're, they're, this is just a factual statement. Yeah, it's like a really big white supremacist rock festival in Ukraine. So it's like a thing. A white supremacist rock festival? Oh, Jesus. I would not go there in a million years, dude. That's so bad. You know, the rock has got to be terrible, too. I'm trying trying to perform there, so book me. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that. Dude, you know what? It would be pretty awesome if you did play there. And then all these, like, supremacists would be like... 
fuck, he's good. Yeah, hopefully, that'd be just like some like fucking. You'd be all confused, like, how do I clean off this swastika tattoo? Maybe I can make it into a heart or something? I don't know. Yeah, um, I gotta call up Spons. So I organized an event, it was called Goth Clan. Yeah. Three weeks ago, mm. I think I think the branding could have been better. I think I should have called it like the Vampire's Ball or something that's like easier for people to ingest than goth. Because I think for a lot of people, I think goth as a genre is kind of an enigma. But the show was fucking sick. I had two yeah? of my, two of my drag queen friends mm. had an emo rapper. Mm. Uh, I performed. Had like this fucking dope goth band called Nowhere's. Do you know them? I fucking love the Nowhere's. Yeah. Oh, that was your show. That was an episode. Yeah, dude, I was fucking so busy then. I. Dude, if you do that again, let me know, dude. I'll yeah, definitely yeah, show up. I love the nowhere. Shout out to all the performers. Um, Spirit, Lahora. Uh, yeah, Josh is in that band. Angel, Angel Heart. And uh, yeah, and uh, Nowhere's man. They like did a fucking awesome performance. Mm-hmm. Um, They're loud too. Dude, I, I hate. I had to. I had to tell them to turn it down. No, you dude. boomer. Dude. Oh no, no, no your hair's turning gray. I'm watching your hair gray out, no, dude. No, I, I, Slowly, dude, it's coming dude, in. They turned it down like half the volume, and it was still too fucking loud. And like, <coughs> they weren't happy. No, no, you can't turn. You can't tell musicians to turn the, like the music down, My dude. Event. I learned that a long time ago. My event doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, man. When they're on stage, you're like "Say la vie, man." To each their own. Shogunai, shikatanai, sit and you know it's like. No, I'm a DJ. I get turned. I get told to turn it down. Plenty. Yeah, DJs are different. <laughs> DJs are different. <laughs> turn down your iPod, you son of a bitch. But um, so, all right. How do you use SNS to expand your music? Music and they like expand your reach. Wait, we should probably get another beer. Yeah, we should. Okay, all right. Let's take a break. All right, we're gonna take a little break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about SNS because SNS fascinates me. No, we're not gonna talk about SNS. That's my artwork. My my artwork is an enigma. Yeah. Yes, that is where this whole big rolled canvas is for. All right, faders, uh, we're gonna take a five minute break, and when we come back, we're gonna be here with Pretty Lich later. Are you in Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. 
But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. Comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back, dude. Oh, here, give me kampai. Give yeah, me some love. Kampai, yeah. Cheers. So happy to be here. No, honestly, like, uh, no cap. Like, the vibe here is super chill. This is like the best place to be on a hangover right now. I feel like this, like, I'm vibing this so hard. Dude, yeah, um, yeah, I'm completely hungover. I had a show last night, and you're hungover. You said you drink a bottle of vodka with yeah. coffee? I got, I got theories. <laughs> you got I, theories? I got the- I've been thinking. Dude, drinking shit, like beers and stuff, you, like, yeah, you're poisoning yourself with the alcohol, but, like, you're also no. you're like, too much of the fucking, like, wheat and fucking, whatever the fuck's in beer that's not alcohol, that's also fucking you up. But if you just drink, like, straight alcohol, you're only poisoning yourself, like, one time. That's and called like, ethanol. But, like, you ever do that thing where you, like, you wake up and you're like, bro, I need to piss when you've had, like, shitloads of pints? Oh, yeah. That's not gonna happen to you after you've had vodka. You just, like, be like, I need water. You just rehydrate. Uh-huh. And you're cool. I don't know. Okay, okay. If you drink expensive vodka, like you get a minimal hangover, right? But if you drink cheap vodka, well, I guess all cheap spirits, you're gonna be fucking hungover as a motherfucker. You look pretty good for being hungover, though. I drank a whole bottle of vodka last night. Oh whole wait, what kind of vodka? Was it Pavlov or something? Is that the one with the bull on it? I don't know. I don't drink vodka. I bought it in Donkey. I'll send you a picture, but it's got a picture of a bull on it. It's like a Polish brand. It's spelled. Uh, that sounds pretty dangerous, man. That's that's suspect, dude. With the capital S. Yeah, it, 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 I was. I was. I'm the prime suspect for drinking that bottle of vodka. Oh God. Mm. But I drink gin, and gin is pretty much like flavored. Oh, dude, Hendrix. My favorite, Hendrix. Martini comes with a fucking. I got a song called Martini. You got a song called Martini. The truth be, something so ugly. You saw me from that. Made up your mind that you're better without me. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you gotta send me some of your tracks. I'm gonna put them. You did? Alright, fantastic. I sent it. I sent them just before I came out. Okay, marvelous, marvelous. Okay, cool. So, uh, can I play a couple of your tracks at the beginning? No, at the end of this uh, podcast 
Yes, you may. Oh, I got permission. Awesome. All right, cool. So, all right, how do you use SNS? Yeah, so uh, just social media in general. Social media in general, yes. Um, so I'm, yo, you're asking me at, this, at the perfect time, but um, I've been trying a bunch of different stuff. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what the thing that's working, going to be working. But I think for now, like I'm saying, you've been seeing me playing bass, right? Yep. And how do you know that? Social media. Right, so it's... um. Uh, the aim of the game is to show, not tell, right? Yeah. So, and it's not always easy to tell a story with, you know, a little quick video or over time. But I definitely think that uh, my next iteration of what I'm doing is first, I'm going to get comfortable doing these. So, I basically, I've got two types of videos that are popular. One's where it's me basically dressed like a hoe, because you know I dress like a hoe. And, like, yeah. people see it, people, you know, like, it's almost like a first trap. Like, people just want to like, like a picture of you dressed up and then another one is people kind of were digging me playing bass so I'm thinking like the next thing is like getting dressed up and performing to the camera uh, I think that's what all the kids do these days yeah, it's exactly that like uh, I don't know but yeah just trying to tell the story with a post another one I'm thinking like uh, I think uh, from some of the stuff I said earlier where I'm like being very frank about uh, some of the challenges Challenges and social, like some of the internal politics of the music scene here. Yeah, I think you know, just be as op- include people in it in the drama because people want the drama and be open about it. And to be honest, if anybody is listening to this podcast has a problem with me, I'll uh, make a fucking song about it. I want to hear it on track, and I'll make a song just about you too. So yeah, I'm ready. Isn't that like that's kind of been like ingrained in hip hop since like not the, like the beginning. Yeah. Actually, the early hip hop is all like happy, and then it got really dark. Yeah. And then it got kind of aggressive. I mean, the whole like Tupac and Biggie thing, where like Tupac, I mean, at the very beginning of the song, he's like, "Bitch, I fucked your wife," and then, then all of a sudden he just starts singing about fucking this guy's wife and shit. And you're like, "Whoa, that's that's pretty dark." And then it gets worse and worse yeah, and worse. It's, it's super absent in uh, like rock culture. Like, uh, have you, do you know much about like Machine Gun Kelly versus Slipknot? I, mean, I, I know of yeah yeah okay rock, rock audiences don't have like a stomach for beefs hip hop is like normal because it's about flexing right no they so. got rap battles dude there's no like guitar there's, wait wait is there a guitar battle like bitch I'm gonna fucking is there really but it's kind of like it's not like fucking like people like yo motherfucker I'm gonna like rip this lick better than you bitch like I, I wanna see that I want two dudes with mullets fucking like stepping up and then fucking like thrashing guitars and like like a thrash battle that's what it should be called a thrash battle dude yeah, we could do that Ampire, sidewinder thrash battle I would love to organize that I would love to organize because they have air guitar battles in Japan you know I mean the, the greatest air guitar like performer is a Japanese dude do you know what do you know what would be fucking cool actually fuck guitar solos like where it's about the intricacy yeah you do like basically they've got four attempts to do a breakdown like versus like breakdown versus breakdown like dun 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 yeah I feel like that could be a I feel like a breakdown off could be a thing that would be crazy I mean they did have what battling banjos dueling banjos that's a thing from like Deliverance I've never seen Deliverance I need to see that no you don't want to watch it man it's pretty hardcore I've been watching a lot of old movies recently like, like alright, alright, you're younger than me, so how old are old movies? Like, movies from like the 90s? Black and white shit. 
Oh, really? I'm not much younger than you. Uh, do you know how old I am? I'm 50. Uh, I'm, not 50. I'm joking. I'm not 50. I feel it, though. I felt like 50. I felt 60 this morning, man. When I woke up this morning, I was like, Jesus Christ. You don't vibe like You don't, like, vibe like 50. You vibe like... I don't know I feel like me and you Are both like Pretty like hyper You know Dude all my like, friends are you, 20 Yeah When you like Yeah yeah When you like tell them your age They're like yo what the fuck And then when you talk to some people Like you're the same age as you And they're like This is like Do you remember like I feel like I'm traumatized by this Do you ever Do you remember like Walking home with one of your parents Like I used to walk home With my mum when I was little And then she would like Talk to another like Parent And they would have like The most boring conversation Like ever Like you're like Yo what the fuck Are you talking about My gun jammed yesterday Yesterday, it was all fucked up yeah. and then like have you like found yourself talking to someone like your age and you're like yo this is that conversation it's just like nothing bro it's just like bullshit dude you know when I, I mean? when I go back home and I talk to my friends all they do is they talk about their kids oh my kid's in high school now he's playing football this that and the other thing so basically yeah it's, it's a fucking trip yeah I got a couple friends with kids man kids are cute I got a lot of friends with kids. A lot of kids aren't cute, man. They're cute when they're small, but once they get older, you're just like, ugh, how did that happen? They turn into little fucking rascals. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, what was I going to say? I was gonna... I'm just trying to find an excuse to buy Warhammer. To buy what? Are you know about Warhammer? What's Warhammer? So it like, sounds like a movie. It's like it's like the apex of, like, nerd baller shit. Like, if I ever get a gold chain, I fucking promise you, I will get, like, a space, a gold space marine or a gold dread or some shit yeah, but we got like, a silver chain yeah I got my silver chain here I got my grills I need to get some more fucking I, need, I want to get some more icy but I'm collecting some shit well okay I, I want to talk more about uh, social media now, what are your thoughts on TikTok like I know that's such a lame thing to bring up and stuff but it's just like well it's just like when I was at the show yesterday like I was talking to bands and these guys are like fucking like I don't know like maybe like mid 30s and shit and rock bands are like yeah, so I put together this TikTok video and stuff. I'm like, wow, this is weird because I, I would never suspect these guys to talk about TikTok. So my curiosity is like, how is TikTok going to benefit like the music scene and how do you use TikTok? Uh, personally, uh, I use TikTok, like you see my reels, I use it the same way. It's exactly the same, like show, don't tell. And that's another thing about me or other musicians that are like making rock, but kind of in a more sort of production centric kind of way as opposed to like a live band because it's like um, when you're listening to Pretty Lich you're not like uh, kind of looking at a group of in of different you know like you look at a picture like Nickelback you like kind of you kind of get a vibe that like you know what the singer's about but like the fucking drama you don't know what the fucking drama from Nickelback's about you know yeah. it's like much harder to like what is Nickelback like it's just like a group of dudes but like if it's like Pretty Lich or like uh, any rapper it's like like Eminem like you feel like you know the guy like you know his traumas his life like you know so I feel like uh, the that's another thing from hip hop that's like um, super um, compatible with so the the social media influence uh, like individual personality being conveyed through social media. Yeah, they're pretty honest, and I feel like that's what um, TikTok's a good platform for. Interesting. Yeah, like um, I think uh, I just use it the same way I use my reels. Like right now, I'm using it to announce things um, and connect with basically my audience who is mostly like the Tokyo community mm -hmm. uh, so 
I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell this. It's about telling the story in the best way that you can. You know, and in a way that's like gets people engaged in the first couple of seconds. Like, I'm not saying that every single post I do is based on that, but I'm getting much more like flagrant. Like, this is what this post is here to tell you to do, and I'm showing you this, as opposed to like overthinking about the. Uh, creative process behind what I'm trying to show because people aren't looking for a um, they're not looking to listen to your whole track there they're looking for a preview and you're supposed to give them the right section to check out you know? well, in that case which do you prefer TikTok or YouTube because if you're going to get a message across I think YouTube would probably be the better platform I don't know because I feel that uh, short form video is fine for music because uh, like like uh, YouTube is a great platform for video essays I think that's what most of the content on there is but music's not really supposed to be like that it's like something that you listen to uh, you listen to Freak on a Leash yeah. I listen to Freak on a Leash we're both thinking about different freaks on a different leash you know Yeah. Like, or you listen to like music's open to interpretation and that's why it's that's why we're into it right like so I think you know short form video is fine for music whereas like if you go about like doing like I mean tour videos are a thing but to be honest I feel like that's something people were more stoked on when content was you know now that there's such an inundation there's so much media out there like you would get like an album and you'd be stoked to like watch like oh they've got a tour video like let's watch this because I've only got like fucking three VHS but now we've got just like thousands and thousands of hours of content like I feel like shorts is a nice way to kind of like bridge the gap uh, with the storytelling thing and you know like the modern style of consumption mm-hmm. am I making sense yeah you're making no perfect sense I totally got it it's kind of like basically your Instagram is is, is more like the replacement or uh, something similar to what tour videos were back in uh, back in the day yeah you know I actually prefer Instagram to TikTok just because it's just like I get more of a concentrated like I, I guess grouping of videos or like photos or whatever even though I know like at this point half of it's sponsored but when I go to TikTok it's all over the place like I'll get like if I'm like just like scrolling I get like girls dancing at the beach then I'll get like street fights then I'll get something political and I'm just like how am I getting all this fucking shit it's because you're new to the app so it's like it doesn't have enough data on what it should show you no I'm not that new to it but oh my god so it's basically going to understand who I am and it's just be like I have no idea dude is that like it's just going to start showing you booty that's that's what it always does as soon as you like like you like one booty on any of these social media apps they're just like oh you like booty and and then that's how they get you bro Oh One minute God. you're like trying to be productive, next minute you're like, oh. Dude, it's gonna be all booty. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, I started off trying to use TikTok for good, but it brought me down to evil. Youngie, you help us. Now picture this. I'm alone in your courtyard with my amp and my guitar Playing songs that I just learned I know it's a bad idea But I already started, what would the neighbors say? I just took an Uber here, it's 3am and I don't know how I'm getting home Can't sleep, can barely 
only eat I'm drunk again, my life is spiraling out my I know, this is madness It's been a long time and people always check Close to bed and now I'm at your mercy I know, this is madness It's been a long time and people always check Pissed off saying that I gotta go now Said that she's moving on and don't okay, ever come back around us. This isn't how I dreamed that my big gesture would go down I feel so embarrassed now, I thought we were brothers out I run into the night, so she won't see me cry My phone's a wobble said, and it's about to die I take some time to sober up, waiting for the bus Hope she'll keep the night yeah, between the two of us I know, this is madness It's been a long time and people Always check, close the bed, and then now I'm at your mercy, please. I know this is madness. It's been a long time, and people always check, close the bed, and now I'm at your mercy, please. Don't turn me away, away, away. Have you heard my co-host Tom? No. Okay, you should listen to like, I think like two episodes ago. Yeah, he drank, I, I think he had like five drinks. Like, I think he was drinking vodka or whiskey or something like before the show. And like pretty much like when we did the show, like the guy was incoherent. And pretty much, I don't know, it was pretty insane. Like he, he couldn't turn on a light or turn off a light in his room. He's like falling over. For the, the video is absolutely fantastic. You gotta watch the video, it's hilarious. But yeah, Tom is a great guy for sound bites. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, that guy. It's like Homer Simpson, but more drunk. Does it make sense? Makes total sense. Have you ever, Fantastic. Have you ever, have you ever used... So I'm not on... I, I'm kind of... Another way that uh, social media is affecting, like, me, is so I want to shout out my homie Suspendus. Yeah. He, he uh, recently became... Shout out. Became a partner on Twitch. So I'm, like, super proud of him. And so basically he's been... He'll be, like, turning up in Shibuya. I hang out with him. And also his audience, like, uh, show me love as well. Like, they see me, they'll, like, if I'm, like, dropping stuff, they'll share it on the Discord and shit like that. Uh-huh. So it's, like, that's another platform that's, like, I feel that your podcast is super compatible with. Oh, yeah, we done Twitch. Like, uh, yeah, when we had a podcasting studio a while ago. Yeah, we were twitching it up. But the thing is, is, like, now, like, we're... You should interview Suspenders, bro. I'll hook you up. Hook me up with Suspenders, yeah. Dude's, like... What, one of the few people in Tokyo who I'm like, yo, like, if I need someone to talk to on a on a level, I'll talk to him. He's a, he's like, he's someone that wants to see the people around him 
doing good. You know, it, it sounds like a small thing, but actually in Tokyo, it's invaluable. In a way. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Actually, trust me. I've been here for 20 years, man. I've seen it all, man. I've seen it all. Nothing shocks me anymore. It's actually really hard to shock Johnny, dude. After all the stories I've read in the news. Like every week, at least 20, 20 articles, news articles, that's all crime based, right? I've, I've seen everything, I've heard everything. So, like, yeah, it's really hard to shock me. Like, I mean, <laughs> my, my past co host, oh, geez, yeah, there we go, said enough. Um, all right, dude, well, that's, that's pretty much all my questions. What's the future for you? Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna be making some new songs. Uh, I want to explore some different genres and uh, I guess the next like iteration of Pretty Lich is going to be singles based uh, I'm going to invest more in the quality of my mixes yeah and uh, yeah I'm going to be experimenting with some social media campaigns to try and get my content in front of not just uh the Tokyo Underground uh, community that accept me, but also like maybe like a more international thing. Um, and yeah, more Spotify releases. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Once you get I've got two, I got two songs that I performed. Uh, I performed them at Sidewinder, but I haven't finished recording them. So those are the, you know, like since I started doing shows, when I, I don't know what I used to visualize when I closed my eyes, like practicing my songs in my room. Yeah. But then uh, since I started doing shows, I closed my eyes and I really. When I'm writing songs, like thinking about what it's going to be like doing it on stage, so I'm just super excited to just be applying that. The next, okay, so the next fucking thing is uh, this September I'm going to be doing. Um, so tomorrow I'm meeting up with a guitarist, super talented guy. He's in. Yeah. Oh shit. And so, shout out KG. He's in like a fucking dope ass technical death metal band. Um, I need to. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we're going to meet up tomorrow to do like a practice run through of the set we're going to be performing at Ruby Room on Tuesday like three weeks of next month oh Ruby Room okay yeah, cool cool. Right you mentioned it I was like what the fuck yeah, um, yeah I'm going to be painting there on uh, Sunday yeah Ruby Room's Ruby Room's the spot to be but yeah I want to build up towards uh, doing my live sets with a guitarist there as well and so he's going to be the guy and um, yeah so it's weird it's kind of gone full circle we talked about at the beginning about like do it like kind of using a hip hop format but actually now that I'm getting more shows and stuff like that we're slowly returning back to the rock thing we're gonna have a guitarist kind of thinking about incorporating a bassist but probably just stick with live guitar for now as well so yeah that's what's up that's awesome that's awesome pretty lich how can people find you yeah, just check me out. So I've got all my links in my bio on Instagram. Uh, it's at pretty, pretty Lich, P-R-E-T-T-Y-L-I-T-C-H underscore. 
there's an underscore at the end of my. my so thing. there's the, your name, and then there's an underscore after it. Somebody, some motherfucker took Pretty Lich, bro. Son of a bitch, yeah. dude. Dude, I know exactly how you feel, dude. Do, do, all right, my artist name is The Spilt Ink. T H E S P I L T I N K, right? And the only reason why I have The Spilt Ink is because I would spill my fucking ink when I was painting. Like when I was in college, I was a graffiti artist, right? So, I, but I was I was terrible at it, right? I wasn't like a good graffiti artist. I was like really bad. I was in San Francisco. I'm spray painting, and back then all my shit would drip. I would have drips all over the place, right? Because I like I had no can control. My my can would be too close to the wall, and then I mean back then dripping was bad. Now dripping's cool. Everybody drips, right? But back then they're like, dude, your shit's not clean. What the fuck, dude? And I was like, oh shit. They're like, you spilled your fucking ink. Oh my god, I spilled ink. You know. So that that was one like, and then also when I came to Japan, I did a lot of like food aid work. You know, like the kanjis. Or anyway, I started using the food aid pen and all that stuff, and I would drip that ink. So anyway, I came up with the spilled ink. I thought that was awesome. Huh? Oh, please ask me this. I see that question that you didn't mention. It. Oh, that question. Oh, I thought we we're gonna bypass that one. Oh, hit me with it. Okay. I really want to answer. Oh, really? All right. Uh, all right, so fuck my shit. So uh, people Sorry. say... <laughs> no, it's all right, dude. No, it's all right. We're, we're fucking four drinks or yeah, five yeah, drinks yeah, deep. So, yo, so, okay, people say, and myself included, you're influenced by Little Peep, but you never said Little Peep earlier. And I love Little Peep, man. I was fucking devastated when he died. Yeah, so um, I really genuinely think of Peep as like um, the Kurt Cobain of Gen Z or whatever, like... He, his, him and like his cohort came and music was, and before music was one way and then after that wave, music's like different now. Yeah, it was like all hair rock, you know, butt rock and then like Kirko King, or Kirko, Kirko Bain. <laughs> all right, we've had too many drinks, this show's over. But then once Kirko Bain and Nirvana came, cheers, brah. Then all of a sudden, like, you know, like, music changed forever. So it's like the same thing with Lil Peep is what you're saying. Basically, music was one way, hip-hop was one way. Because I'll be honest, I didn't like hip-hop in, like, the the 2000s. The early 2000s, I was like, man, fuck this shit. Hip-hop sucks. Because, like, I'm a a guy from the 90s, dude. I love 90s fucking hip-hop. Farside, Diggable Planets, uh, Grave Diggers. Of course, of course, you know, even the the stuff from the 80s, like, Two Live Crew, NWA, uh, Run Run DMC. All that shit was, like, what I grew up on, dude. I love that stuff. Right? Oh man! But then, like after two, I think after Biggie and Tupac died, hip hop kind of took a turn, you know. And I just, I just couldn't groove on it, you know. But then when Lil Peep came up, I was like, "Is this hip hop? I don't know, but yeah, I like it's it." Not. It's not, bro. Like it sounds, it uses lots of the same musical elements. But if you really think about it, the people listening to Peep, like you know, growing up listening to that, they're the same kids that like. Your generation were listening to Corn, or my generation was listening to like fucking I don't know, like um, as they lay dying or some shit. Like it's like, it, it, or, or like my my camp, you know. Yeah. It's like actually alternative culture, even though it sound, even though it's borrowing a lot of those techniques. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a big inspiration. For me. Like artists in that whole space. But yeah, Pete's the fucking king of emo emo raps, like SoundCloud rap, for real. Switchblade. Man, you are a misfit. That's respectable, dude. Yeah. Fucking kampai. Oh, fuck, man. Well, dude, 
Listen, Prelish, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I think this episode's really fantastic. I think we covered a lot of great stuff. I think Faders, I mean, you heard it here, man. I'm going to play a couple of his tracks after this. You got to listen to him and you got to like start following him on Instagram, Twitter, fucking. Do you do Twitter? Uh, yeah, I'm on there a bit. He's not on Twitter. All right, TikTok, YouTube. <laughs> a little bit. I, I, I kind of do Twitter, but the thing is with Twitter, I'm just like, you know what? A picture says a thousand words. I'm not going to write a thousand words on Twitter. Here's a picture. That's what I do. Yeah, hit me up on, hit me up on Instagram. P-R-E-T-T-Y-L-I-T-C-H underscore and uh, you can find all my shit through there dude that's awesome man thank you so much for being on the show dude I really really love your music I think your music is so fucking awesome dude maybe you're the new little peep dude you're you're gonna change alright that's a bad thing to say alright sorry diss 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 that Um, yeah but dude I I think your music's really fucking awesome dude I really appreciate it thank you so much for taking the time on on a day of it's like a Saturday but you're like super hungover so am I dude this this is the best hungover Saturday that I've had in a fucking long time. I uh, appreciate so much you taking the time Shut to meet me. Dude, up. dude, after this, we're gonna get faded somewhere else. Like, yo, you're my guy. Like, right. I got so much respect for you. Thank you. Uh, dude, let's go to the death bar. All right, man, thank you so much. Faders, thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. Um, yeah, uh, you know what to do. Uh, go to iTunes, uh, give us a five-star review. I actually, just Google Got Faded Japan and just, like, support us everywhere. Um, I'm going to get another drink. Let's get another drink. Yeah, fucking good. Fuck yeah, dude. Awesome.
damn shit so convince her. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.